Yo, Dog Pack, it's Kenny Mack. I had a blast in Vegas last week, but I miss my boy, Justin Charles' birthday. Happy birthday, brother. I love that you're the beacon of sunshine in this sometimes gloomy Browns news. So, happy birthday to Justin Charles. Have another trip around the sun, brother, and let's kick this dog's podcast off. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's up, Browns fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast presented by Omaha Steaks. Head to omahasteaks.com, use promo code DOGS to get great discounts on all the best meats for summertime. Uh, today's episode, we just got the three of us. We are coming to you virtually because none of us know how to set up the studio stuff. And unfortunately, Josh has some life things going on. Uh, Josh, the, we do have a training session planned. Uh, so hopefully I'll be able to do that stuff soon. So we can still come to you from the studio, even when we don't have Josh. Uh, but until then, this is we're going to have to make do. Uh, we got a fun episode lined up. First of all, thank you to Kenny Mack for the awesome intro. Uh, Evan, make sure everybody tell Justin happy birthday. He's 48 years old now never looked better very accurate very <laughs> accurate uh the, the looking better part yeah if he's aged like a fine wine at least that's what his that's wife right. uh i do if you want to get your your intros on the show or just voicemails head to the dogspodcast.com just tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu uh, today we're going to talk about some pff roster rankings and cbs roster rankings uh you got guys like tony rizzo talking about how they want to change the name of the team which is crazy to me uh, so the, just some odds and ends stuff I want to get into this week. I think it's going to be uh, a fun episode. Uh, before we get into all that, though, I want to remind you to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. If you prefer to just listen to the show, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Uh, lastly, if you're looking for more dogs content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member on the Patreon page. Uh, you get access to the private Discord. You get an extra episode every week, an episode that is pretty much hosted by uh, you guys. You guys give us the topics. We talk about whatever you guys want. So that's always fun for everybody. And you just get to hang out with us and hang out with Browns fans from all over the world, guys like Kenny Mack. You guys see DF when he puts out episodes for us. He's a Patreon member. So it's a good time for everybody. So if, if you're looking for more content to get you through the slow offseason, join the dogs.com, become an official dog pack member for the Patreon page. So before we dive into this episode, I just want to let you Browns fans know we have an awesome sports betting promo for Bet365 users. All you have to do is deposit $10 and place a $1 wager on any sport. Doesn't even have to be football, which because there is no football right now. Uh, if you you'll instantly receive $200 added to your account and bonus bets, whether you win or lose. All you have to do is use the code THEDOGS, that's the D-A-W-G-S, all one word, at sign up. By using our code, the dogs, you not only receive the $200 in bonuses, but you also be directly supporting this podcast, which will go to my training so we can bring you. <laughs> uh, so if you haven't signed up for bet 365, join with the co- code, the dogs and place that bet first. This offer is only available for new customers who are 21 years and older and physically present in Ohio. Please remember to always gamble responsibly. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants, wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Check the episode description for the full turn, turns of the offer or visit bet365.com. Please gamble responsibly. Uh, so with that being said, let's go ahead and dive into this episode. we got some pretty cool things we wanted to talk about. 
Um, one thing that caught my eye, well, first of all, let's just throw it up to John here or Derek. Jr. Yes. <laughs> uh, John got a haircut. Uh, that's a great movie, but not a great guy. Uh, I wanted to give you just a quick couple, a minute or whatever. What do you think of the draft? I know that it's been a couple of weeks now, but we haven't had you on since. So you don't have to spend a ton of time, just kind of quick, brief, A, B, C, or D. Yeah, if I were going to give it a grade, I'd probably go like B plus. Uh, you know, and there's no particular reason I'm not going to give it an A. I guess. Uh, I just love the way Andrew Barry's just so patient. We everybody said he was going to trade up, right? Like all of us and all everyone commenting, he's going to trade up first round, late first round, early second round, whatever. He just sits there. He knows his guy. He knows exactly what he wants, and he gets it. Uh, I just I like watching that guy work. He's he just seems to be so poised. But I'll give it like a B plus. Maybe even an A. Um, and I I said I wanted wide receiver. Um, if any of you guys were unlucky enough to watch that live. Oh, <laughs> I said I wanted a wide receiver with our first pick. And that's where we went. And I just think that's that's what I wanted. I wanted to give to Sean, you know, as many weapons as, as he can get his hands on, I think is probably our best recipe for success. I still do want a linebacker. I still kind of wish we took a linebacker, but I'm not going to dock a whole letter grade for that. Uh, there's a reason I'm not a general manager. So <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go B plus. Okay. I think I think it's what kind of the general consensus. I think the lowest national ranking I saw was B plus, and it was anywhere from A to B plus. So you're kind of, you're right up there with Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay. Todd, 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 Todd. <laughs> you got better, better haircut. Than yeah. Or, uh, so we'll kind of use that then to segue. I thought this was interesting. Uh, PFF put out their list of most improved teams um, since the the draft. So this is including offseason moves and the draft. They have the Jets jumping from 17 to 6. Obviously, landing Aaron Rodgers is going to help you do that. They have the Broncos jumping from 28 to 23. The Bears jumping from 26 to 19. I would imagine that's the... Uh, that's also including getting um, DJ Moore. Yep. And, uh, so, and that's a good gift for them. And then the Browns took the biggest jump from 21 all the way up to nine. Uh, so, PFF is putting a lot of stock in what the Browns have done so far this offseason. Are you guys, is that about what you would expect or were you surprised? Do you think we should be higher than nine? What do you guys think? So, honestly, just for me, and I think this is just, probably the lowest that I've been as a Browns fan in a long time. So for me, I I'm okay with them moving up. Absolutely. I think, I think that there's a lot of things done, uh, where we had weaknesses. I think that done to make moves and improvements in that. My only thing is like, it's hard for me to say, Oh, we're substantially better when we haven't seen anything yet on field. And every year I feel like, I'm talking, you know, with all three of us and even Josh, we crown them. We, we say, man, you know, this team, we're going to go out there and we're going to lose four games. And then the product on the field doesn't always match that. So I think I'm just trying to be, I'm trying to be a little bit just reserved because I feel like every year I jump into it. I love what they've done in the off season. I want to, I want to just be super excited and lose my mind about what we've done, but the AFC North got better too. It's not like nobody else did anything. I think everybody in the AFC North took a step forward. You know what I mean? And even like the 
I'd like to say the Steelers are the weakest team. History shows that, you know, they're going to be at least a 500 team. They're going to be tough as hell. Their defense is probably still going to be tough. I think it all just kind of depends on what Kenny Pickett does this year. But um, as far as I, I'm okay with them going up, I just think if they went to like 15 or 16, I would be like, okay, I'm cool with that. I think just to go top 10, I don't know. I'm nervous. And I feel like history has proven in the last 10 years, we've had one winning season. You know what I mean? Like maybe we needed to slow down a little bit. Maybe we needed to go on a couple dates first and then before we get engaged. Well, I, I'll say this: um, it's you if you're if you're trying to really rank rosters, though. If you take all 32 teams on paper, you lay them out in front of you, and you're going through and you're trying to pick one through 32, it's hard not to pick the Browns as a top 10 roster, in my opinion. At least on paper. Again, I'm not I'm not saying that means we're going to come out and win 15, 16 games. I'm just saying if you're laying out all 32 teams, it's hard to find. You know, if if we're not in the top ten, say you put us at like twenty, well, those teams, you know, twelve through nineteen, I feel like you'd have a tough argument to make to say on paper that they're better than the Browns. The Browns, every every spot there was a weakness in somewhat are you linebacker, but then there's the the argument that linebacker wasn't the issue; it was poor D line play that led to the poor linebacker play. Um, they addressed every need, and then I think on top of that, it can't be overlooked the difference between Joe Woods and Jim Schwartz. I mean, that's – and and then not only that, from uh, what special teams coordinator. I'm already drawing a blank on his name because we're uh, so – Bubba. Uh, Freeford. And then we, no, to the, oh, yeah. then we go to, to the new guy. Uh, so, and I don't – I think even the coaching moves alone, you know, you have to take some – into consideration in terms of what the Browns could be this year. And then we added guys like Tomlinson and uh, we added guys in the draft like Tillman. Those were huge needs, Elijah Moore. And then on top of all that, it's Deshaun Watson. And you have to, I think a lot of this is saying Deshaun Watson's going to play like the Deshaun Watson that we saw in Houston. And I think if he gets back to like, you know, a top five quarterback, you could say the Browns roster's top five. If he plays like he did in six games last year, the Browns roster's 25th. You know, Correct. I think yeah. so much rides on the play of Deshaun Watson this year. It's, I mean, the season's going to make or break with how he plays. And I, I agree with you 100%. I, I, I think I'm just going into this year is they just got to show me. Because mm-hmm. in years past, we've went, Man, this is a top ten roster, easy. And then we get, you know, twenty fifth to twenty eighth type record production. You know what I mean? Um, but John, what do you think, buddy? I, you know, I I don't know if anything we did specifically in the off season justifies going from twenty one all the way to nine. I, I think I just covered all. <laughs> it's still really big. I didn't. I'm with Justin on this. Like, I'm not surprised we moved up. But it's a really, really big jump. So I really think that they're putting a lot of stock in two things. Number one is the defense with the new coordinator and a personnel. Because our defense was trash last year. I agree. But the second thing is, and I'm with with PFF on this, if this is where their head's at, 
Deshaun Watson's probably going to make a huge improvement and going to look a lot closer to the Deshaun we saw three or four seasons ago. And if you that's the case, then going from 21 to 9, I can justify that easily. You know, I think that makes perfect sense. So I think it, it really does hinge on that, though. How much does Deshaun improve? And then how much does their defense improve? You know, as far as the draft alone, I don't know if any team... No, that's not true, but it's rare to see a team make that big of a jump from... Unless they're just... I've We've seen it before. Well, to, so, put it, to put, I can understand where you're coming from because to put it in perspective, we, we, we had one point bigger of a jump over the Jets and they went from Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I can understand where you're coming from in terms of the size of the jump is kind of eye-opening, but I think it's also a testament to the the talent that we added to the roster and the coaching staff. I mean, the wide receiver core alone last year was thin, and now you not just Elijah Moore, but Tillman, a guy like Marquise Goodwin is – He's a great guy to have. He's a burner. He's a pro. He knows how to play. He's been in big games. I mean, the the, the Browns really did a lot to to address the holes in the roster from the last season or two. Um, that being said, it, it, to see it translate to the field, I really want to see these guys in the off season. I I hope I hope they're buying into this being a make or break season as hard as like we are and the rest of the fan base is. I hope everybody's at the voluntary workouts. I, I just, I, I, I hope they're all bought it because even though they're voluntary and you can't really get mad at them for not showing up, if if you like say like Deshaun were to not show up for the OTAs or whatever, that it's just a bad look, especially if we come out and struggle. I hope, I hope everybody's buying in. Like I hope they feel the specialness in the room and, and they feed off of that uh, because if not. The season could go the way we're used to seeing seasons go. Yeah, and I think I think I saw Deshaun is paying for uh, him and a bunch of teammates to go down to Puerto Rico and basically work out team bonding trip that kind of thing. So that's the kind of stuff I like to see. Uh, this is kind of roster related, and I didn't we didn't talk about this before the show about wanting to talk about it, but it's something I saw and I just thought about it. Did you guys happen to see? Um, the NFL Network set out their forms for who the 100 best players were for the players to vote on. And I saw five or six papers, and Miles Garrett wasn't in anybody's top 20 on these five or six players. Can you? It's crazy. To, to say he's not top, uh, he's not a top 20 player. I mean, and they, there were some of these, I should have saved these, but one of these forms had Kirk Cousins on it. Above uh, Miles Garrett. Yeah, Miles Garrett wasn't even on their top twenty. They had Kirk Cousins on there. They had um, Saquon Barkley was on there. I mean, it, Nick. I'm like, come on, guys. Now, is it so? We always get into this argument every time it's NFL top one hundred time. Is it based off of last season? Because if it goes off the of last season, you go, well, you know, he kind of struggled. He kind of the coaching staff a little bit. Kind of rolled a car, missed some games. Kind of at end of games, he wasn't present. I remember one game I was at, and I can't, I want to say it was either Baltimore or Cincinnati. And they were talking about him, you know, being, it was maybe when he broke the sack record. And they showed him, and everybody was super excited. And it was first down, you know, defense is out there, and he was on the sideline, just like getting down with the music. And I'm like, bro, I need you out there right now. 
We're literally, we're losing. This, if you're, I need you to be in the game. Now, I love Miles Garrett. I talk very highly of Miles Garrett, but there's times, and I know he's got asthma. I know that he has, he had COVID. I feel like it's, there's always just things that happen. It's just a bad break. Like every year, there's a bad break or two bad breaks. Um, you know, you hit somebody with a helmet. I, there's always a something. And I, but as far as just athletically and what he brings to the, to the defense, as far as just a presence, I mean, the guy gets double, triple team every play. Yeah. There's just, there's just no way you can objectively vote for the, your top 20 players in the NFL and Miles Garrett not be in your top 20. It's that, that's just crazy. And where did he finish last year with sacks? He was up there, right? Yeah. I'd say he was, he was in like the top five running there. And I don't know where he finished off the top of my head, but for a guy, let's say he did finish top five. Tell me you, he's not in the top 20. As what, an put him on the trade block. And what if what if you put Miles on the trade block and then Kirk Cousins? How many teams are calling about Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Thirty-one teams are calling about Miles. Oh uh, yes, yeah. And they they want somebody sponsoring that Coles cash. If you put Miles got all the block, you could name. I love that Coles cash. You would name your price if you put Miles Garrett on for sure. Yeah, on exactly. thirty-one teams. It would be you would get a haul. The only teams that wouldn't call are the teams that know they can't afford it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is calling. Um, so then, so uh, to kind of play off how, so PFF gives us this huge jump in roster ranking, you know, based on our offseason moves. And then like a couple days later, CBS comes out with their offseason grades and they give us a C to go with. Th- these are the other teams that got a C. The Patriots, uh, the Packers, the Niners, the Saints, uh, Vegas, uh, the Vikings, and the Bucks. Come on now. A couple of these teams, <laughs> I'm not as familiar with their offseason, whatever, okay? But didn't Vegas get rid of their of Derek Carr to bring in Jimmy G? Correct. I mean, it's, it's, it's apples to apples there. It's the same... I would. I think Carr is better than Jimmy G. I agree. Andy, he, I agree. And he's hurt less. Uh, the Bucks lost Tom Brady and signed Baker Mayfield. How would it? What? You're and if it was the same offseason grade, just firing Prefer and Woods and hiring Ventrone and Schwartz gets you a B. Not you know that's not even talking about any roster changes. And then we added guys like Elijah Moore and Tomlinson, and universally people are grading our draft as a B plus to an A. So how? To me, this, this is an agenda. The Browns, as long as Deshaun Watson is on this team, and as long as we gave him a two hundred thirty million dollar contract, um, the uh, we will never get higher than a C. Ever. Believe it against the world. Yep. Oh, the Cleveland hate. Very strong. That's <laughs> all it is, man. It's cool to hate Cleveland. Um, I, I, I think it's, about that. Good. Interesting too. All those teams, at least the first few that you named off, I'm not familiar with a ton of their offseason moves, but I know that their drafts were kind of puzzling. Like the Patriots had a draft where I was just like, 
All right. I don't know if we really addressed anything there. So I don't know. I, uh, okay with saying, Hey, give them a B because until, like I've said, I'm going into the season saying that they've got to prove something. I can't just, I can't just say, Hey, a plus, you know, they, this is going to be a Super Bowl team. Do I think that there's potential? Do I think that they can make the playoffs? Yeah, but man, the AFC North and the AFC just in general, I think it's going to be an absolute gauntlet this year. You have to, there is going to have to be mistake free football the entire season. I don't think you can have games like the Jets last year where you blow, you know, a 13 point lead with two, two minutes left, left, you know, less than that. I think it's going to, you're going to have to play flawlessly. So, I'm okay with a B, you know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play devil's advocate real quick and say I don't even think they have to play flawlessly. They just can't play otherworldly stupid, if that makes sense. Because that you didn't sense. have to play flawless to beat the Jets last year. You just had to not give up a two touchdown lead in a minute and thirty seconds. You know what I mean? So I I think the the changes to the coaching staff alone gets the Browns an extra win or two this year. And, and that's not... That's, that's fair. Yeah, and that's not taking into account anybody on the roster, yeah, player personnel-wise. Um, I mean, it's underrated we, just by adding a guy like McLeod, locker room mm-hmm. guy, knows how to play on the... You know what I mean? Like, we're not going to have the busted coverages and stuff like that that we had last year that cost us so many freaking games. So, um, no... I just think we're not going to get any. There's going to be no no respect until either Deshaun's not on the team anymore, or if he like wins a Super Bowl or something. And there's just they can't not put respect on the Browns' name um, because the, you know they won a Super Bowl or they win 15 games or something like that. Um, but yeah, so that's that's kind of the roster stuff I wanted to get into. And now to something that just like I've been seeing on Twitter, it's been making my blood boil, and I can't believe these guys get paid to talk about Cleveland sports. It's it's crazy to me. It was like a day or two in a row or something like that on ESPN eight fifty Cleveland, and they put out a poll. It was, would you be upset if the Browns changed their team name? And then on day one, overwhelmingly, the poll said seventy percent they would be mad. And then when they revealed these results on day two, Rizzo doubled down, said he couldn't believe why they would be mad. And not only does he would he not be mad, he wants the name to change to the Cleveland Dogs, which in my opinion, first of all, that's trademarked, bro. You can't have it. Uh, <laughs> second of all, um, that sounds like a, a Little League team or a AAA baseball team, like the Dogs playing against the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> you know, like what? What a, these guys on eight fifty ESPN eight fifty? They are not. They're not Cleveland people. It, it's so abundantly clear. And we've gotten on this show and we've ragged on the Browns before and players before, but it comes from like we're hardcore, passionate Browns fans. These dudes are—they're not even fans. You—you you can't even tell me that they have any bit of orange and brown blood in them at all to say. They want to change that. It was Rizzo and Goldhammer. I freaking hate it. I do too. I so do just a little. I would like to just. It's like I'd like to whack a mole. <laughs> yeah, and 
Um, so what, what do you, where do you guys stand? I, I mean, I feel like I know where you guys stand, but go ahead and get it off your chest. Yeah. I mean, no, I didn't want the Indians changed. I don't want the Browns changed. It's the Browns to me. It's always just going to be the Browns. Like if the dogs, that's like something you would call a podcast or something. <laughs> Not a that of something. Well done. I mean, come on guys. The dogs, D-O-G-S. That's super lame. And, and to me. The Browns are one of the most historic franchises in the NFL. We're named after one of the most historic coaches in league history. Yeah. That'd be like, are the Cubs going to change their name? You know, are the Red Sox or the, oh, are the Yankees going to change their name? I mean, come on, give me a break. That is, I, I think that should be something that gets you off the air in Cleveland. Like if you, if you work for ESPN 850 Cleveland, and you say we should change the name of the Brown? That's just that's a fire bow. Don't get me started on eight fifty. I was just screaming about it earlier. Is I was with my dad and the radio was on, and some guy was talking about the Lakers game, and he kept saying we like we this and we that. I'm like, yo, no, we just lost to the Knicks. We are not in L.A. playing the Warriors right now. Like we're Cavs fans. Just shut up. I don't want to hear it. But I don't. I don't like those guys at all. I don't care for them. What about you, Justin? Hashtag let him know, John. Hashtag let him know, dog. Yeah. Um, to me, there's just too much history. You're talking about Cleveland, uh, a team that has ties like back to the 40s. I mean, way before we were even born, there's legacy, there's passion. It's, uh, to me, this is just crazy. I, I'm reading about it right now because I've been looking for the actual audio because I was like, maybe it's been taken out of context a little bit. Because we're not... To me, like Rizzo's hit or miss, like he says things and I'm like, eh, uh, but gold hammer, I'm like, I can't, I, he's an imposter to me. He's a fraud. But, um, so I looked and they're like, well, first they proposed that it was the Cleveland Bulldogs. And I'm just like, no, nah, I'm out on that. And then they changed it to the Cleveland dogs. To me, if I, I'm, whatever the argument was, were they arguing that the history of the team has been so bad since 99 that, that a change is needed? Is that what we're saying? So I, I just I just saw the clip where they were talking about being pro changed the name and I didn't get I didn't go and watch um, the entire re- reasoning behind it because I, frankly I don't care care right <laughs> that's where I'm at that's where, like I'm trying to understand where they're coming from but to me like this is like such a bonehead statement like I you I, you said it really well if the Yankees go on a a 15 year skid are they changing their name no. This is a like a team name that is solidified. There's legacy. There's history. It'll always. I mean, they left Cleveland, Ohio. That was the Browns. If you had an opportunity to change the name and you wanted to do that, they would have already done it. Dude, I, I'm the Cleveland football team will always be the Browns. I'm pretty sure the city. I don't know the 100 percent history behind this, but I'm pretty sure the city or, or some something of that nature had to fight. Modell to keep the name of the Browns. Like they they weren't allowed to take the Browns name with them to Baltimore. They had like a state in Cleveland. That way when we got a team back, we could still be the Browns. Like the Browns are Cleveland. Just like I don't I don't like brown and orange in my everyday life. They're I don't like those colors. The Browns are always going to be brown and orange to me. I would never want them to change their colors. That I don't want them to ever change their name. And We've been on a rough stretch since we came back. Okay, I, I completely understand that, but 
The Browns have a rich history. We have 10 championships. You know, Otto Graham, Jim Brown, arguably the greatest running back of all time. You know, Bernie Kosar. There's reasons to be the Browns. I, it, it's it's crazy to me they would even suggest it on on live radio. I mean, I'm I'm even as far as like anything when people even talk about the helmet, I'm like, oh, what are we what are we even talking about, guys? This is just calm down. It it's the helmet. Leave it I'm alone. Like, we just changed our our jerseys and everybody hated them and everybody loves the new ones because they went back to the classic Browns look. <laughs> so it, just, it's just ignorant. It's so stupid. I I hope they're listening. Yeah, I, <laughs> they're not. I, I know they're not. It, to me, that was just that's just classic. That's that's just classic. It's the off season. We don't have anything to talk about, so we're just gonna stir the pot to get people. Like if we can come up with things to talk about in the off season, these people who it's their full time job, they can think of better ideas to talk about than that. That is, that's, and that's it's just out of touch. You're just out of touch completely with the fan base, yeah. especially when you put a poll out there just to feel it out and see what it looks like, and it comes back seventy percent. What's the thirty percent talking about? Who are those people? Because I'm I'm lost. They're bodrazing. So I mean, they're bots. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I wanted to get my thoughts out on that. So we'll, we'll switch gears now to something a little bit more positive. Um, this is pretty cool. The Browns are going to uh, put out a new dog's logo, a new dog logo. I think they call it a dog pound, the dog pound logo. I'm sure it'll be on and stuff like that. Um, I'm pretty sure Josh is going to throw this up on the screen for us when he does his editing magic. But I think we're, we're all looking at the same picture. Um, so I already, I don't know. Did you guys vote? I went and voted. Did you guys put a vote? I did. I didn't. I did. Maybe I should. So for me, if you, it, I'm, it's on the screen. For me, the the clear number one is this top left. It's he looks mean. It looks awesome. I like the color. The color. Uh, the uh, collar. I love it. It's awesome. I know me and Justin have a disagreement here. I think yeah. By the lower, the worst one is the top right. But if I had. No. If I had to pick yeah, a favorite, it, uh, like uh, my top three, it would be top left, top middle, bottom left. I'm close with you, except for the one. I love the top left. I love the middle, the top middle one. Talked about it, like the the little like Cleveland on the neck kind of stitched in there. I think that's sweet. That's a cool look. I uh, I know you hate the top right one. There's so many little cool things like about Cleveland in it. Like I know you're, I, you said, oh, it's got the Ohio in the ear. I don't care. Like they, they got the Ohio in the ear. They got the Guardians bridge in the like neck. They got the dog pound helmet, um, like over his uh, right eye. There's just a lot of like cool little things to it. I don't think it's like, like compared to some of the other ones, like it's not, not the most like appealing. But I think it's cool how they incorporated all those things. To me, I'm like, okay, I didn't vote for that one, but I like that one a lot. I know you hate that one, but to me, I'm like, if you're going to throw some little heritage, some Cleveland in there, that has it all to me. Like, there's so many little nods um, in that top right one, and I like that. I, you know what I mean? It feels personal to me. I know you hate it, but what? I don't hate it. Look, I got to be honest, man. I don't think I love any of them. I don't. <laughs> what do you got? Why do you design one? Yeah. Oh, I got I'm, I'm not that kind of guy, you know. Okay. What kind of guy are you? 
I think that top left is like the least bad, but I don't love any of them. What? What? Why don't you love any of them? I just think they all look kind of corny. See, that's why sparing the top left is the least corny looking. And I think the and I think some of these on like some hoodies, you know, maybe some like vintage looking worn type hoodies. I think they look cool. Um, the bottom right one's not great. No, that one. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. I think the top left one kind of can appeal too to like a younger. There's a lot of young Browns fans, you know, a lot of like like my, my kids would think that was cool. And that's why I'm never bothered. I know, I know. But uh let us know what you guys think. Uh are you guys are you guys like me and Justin? You have a couple you like, or are you more like John, uh, where you just complain about everything. <laughs> Hate everything. Uh so then the last thing I want to touch on before we get out of here, it's it's not necessarily Browns related. Um but it is AFC North related. And the biggest reason I want to talk about it is because uh, one of our biggest fans mentioned it in one of our comments, actually. Um, and it was that L- Lamar said his goal was to throw for 6,000 yards this year with all their weapons. So I just kind of want to talk about this. I, I, he's like, you guys should be afraid. He wants to throw for 6,000 yards. Blah, blah. Well, he's never even thrown for 4,000. And I'm pretty sure he's only cracked 3,000 like once or twice. Um, so he'd be almost doubling his, his best ever seasons in terms of throwing the ball. Um, and I, and the way I look at this is, is if Lamar's coming out saying he wants to throw for 6,000 yards, to me, that says he doesn't want to run as much. Well, what makes Lamar so dynamic and why did he just become the most, the highest paid player in NFL history? It's because he's so dynamic when he runs the ball. They're not paying for his arm. You know, like. If Lamar wants to sit in the pocket and throw 35, 40 times a game, good. That That's what teams want them to do. And I even last year we saw a little bit at the beginning of the season, or was it last year or two years ago, where they tried to – it seemed like they were trying to throw the ball more, and they weren't doing well. And then they finally got back to doing what they did, and they went on a run, and they finished the season real, uh, real good. But – if Lamar wants to throw for six, good. I hope he does. That means they probably lost a lot of games. I'm just, I'm just confused because I feel like it plays against their greatest strength as far as their game plan. <laughs> you, you have a, you have a great defense. You have a guy that he's so dynamic as a runner that he can pretty much he has receivers just running around open because everybody's so keyed in on him. I don't understand why you would want him throwing it that many times. And we've talked about it right before we came on. I think if he throws it that many times, his interception numbers are going to be crazy high. I mean, teams try to scheme this. They they want him to throw it as much as possible. Why would you just give them a defense, just go, oh, hey, don't worry about it. He's going to throw it 40 times a game. We don't even have to worry about this guy taking off anymore. And don't roll like I think he's, Improved weapons. He's probably got the best weapons he's ever had since he's came into the league. Look, uh, look, he's my opinion. You know, I think might be right. I've upgraded, but I still don't think we're putting a lot of faith in Rashad Bateman to all of a sudden blossom and Zay Flowers to be great as a rookie and double ACL old Odell to come in and be good. You know what I mean? Like. I think they still have the worst driver, wide receiver core in the AFC North. I don't even think it's close. Completely, why? Why you would go out there and try to, to you know, 
put your put your defense in that position too. You're going to try to throw it all over the place. Well, you're either going to score quickly, or you're going to get put your defense back on the field very quickly. They have the perfect setup as far as game control, ball control. Put a great defense out there, and then you just grind teams down, wear them out with the run. And then when you do have to throw the ball, you're probably having good. You know what I mean? You're you're looking at good situations. Yep. I, Everybody worried about Lamar. Yeah, that's a, I, I I saw his comment, and I saw a couple other Ravens fans talking about like, oh, people should be scared. Lamar's got these, and I'm like, that good. That's what we want him to do. We want him to go get it throw forty times and not take off and run. Like that plays right into what we hope you guys try to do. Um, so that 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 I just wanted to address that. What do you guys think? Do you think Lamar's goal should be to throw for 6,000 yards? I, he didn't have the weapons for that. I don't care that Zay Flowers is so good. I mean, Rashad Bateman was good too. You know what I mean? Like, And Odell Beckham, he, we don't know anything about what he's going to be like. We have no idea how he's going to perform this year. Um, I think if DPJ went to the Ravens, he'd be, he'd be in contention to be their number one. Oh. Who, 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 what wide receiver on the Ravens would you take over DPJ? So I think, so you guys are going to call me crazy. I think Zay Flowers can be really, really nice. I think, I think like he's very fast. He's very, he's a very, very good route runner. I, and I'm, and that's not a knock against DPJ, but it's hard to, like we've talked about it. It's hard to say, oh, hey, this guy is going to, completely transition perfectly into the NFL. You have to be in the right situation. You have to, like to me, I think the biggest problem is that I'm going to get a lot of flexibility, but Lamar Jackson is a quarterback. You know what I mean? I think if he went to, let's say, Buffalo or Kansas City or LA Chargers with, you know, a gunslinger kind of quarterback, very dangerous. I just say, like, there, there's, and there's a lot of mouths to feed, I feel like, as far as receivers i don't i don't think he's going to be the number one option um but i think his upside he has a ton of upside his ceiling might be higher than dpj's but if he had to if i had to pick one right now i'm going to take the guy who's proven to be a very good pro fair over that's a guy fair. i've never seen play nfl football that's so that, that, that's just my thought process mm-hmm. um but okay well any thoughts for you john are you are you uh you happy no, I think you summed it up nicely. Six thousand is a lot of yards, so good luck to Lamar. I hope he gets it. It's so many yards, nobody's ever done it. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe we will one day. You got to throw for a lot of yards to get to six k. Um, but all right, well, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up uh, before we get kicked off Zoom again. Uh, <laughs> so, that's. Uh, I want to thank you guys for being here um, again. The Browns roster comes out, or the Browns schedule comes out in about 45 minutes from the time of recording this right now. So I'm sure we'll get out uh, a reaction video to that at some point this week, and then we'll do a full episode bait on it, uh, hopefully in the next week or two. So stay tuned for that. We appreciate you guys being here, tuning in with us each and every week, and checking in with out all in on all the new content throughout the week. Uh, all your support means a, t- a lot to us. So thank you guys for being here, and we'll see you guys uh, sometime this week. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.